How you doing, buddy? <laughs> you doing all right? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm doing. I, no, I'm is not. This, is this helping? Yeah, you. Yes, your face filling up like a solid fourth of one of my monitors. Absolutely helping. And I hi, Dave. That, I'm Ian. Who are you? You're Dave. <laughs> I hope that doesn't. What is this? What are we doing? <laughs> I hope that doesn't disappoint you, knowing that you're only taking up about a fourth of one of my monitors. <laughs> That you're not full screen on both of them. Siri, yeah. resize window. <laughs> um, this is uh, our ostensible car show, Apex Adjacent. And yes. as you, as Dave pointed out on Twitter, uh, we recorded this episode on Monday, mm-hmm. January 5th. Yeah, yeah. And luckily, between then and now, nothing happened in the world. Right. <laughs> um, and especially, it's a little bit funny because our like opening bit for that one was about how tense right. everything felt. And we right. recorded that on Monday. And then on Tuesday, um, I believe, I'm not a political scientist. Oh, Wednesday is when all hell broke loose. Oh, right. Wednesday. Yes. Sorry. Yes. Uh, yeah. On, on Wednesday, and I'm not a political scientist, like I said, and so I'm not an expert. So I don't know if I have this terminology exactly right, but that is when the shit hit the fan. Yes. Yes. That is when all of the shit hit all of the fans. Right. Yes. And here's the thing. Right. Including good shit because we found out about Georgia. Like it was a a crazy day. Right. Yeah. So let let me provide some context. We recorded that show. Like you said, Monday, Mm -hmm. it's a, we start off by saying it's tense and then we progress into having a, our zany car show, right? A a lighthearted romp through the car world. I gave you a pleasant FMK cars, right? Yeah. Stuff like that. Right. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't feel like we're in the same world as when we recorded that show. Right. Right. So we didn't want to just release it and have everyone go, God, read the room guys. Right. Right. Because I think that we were all on Twitter on, uh, on Wednesday, like Wednesday Mm -hmm. evening where somebody would just like try to tweet like a joke, like airplane food. And I'm right. Am I right? And it's like, now's not the time. Now is not the time. Right. Right. You know? And so I don't want, We've never drawn fences around the show, right? I think the uh, we've made that clear because we don't draw fences around our mentality, right? We're not people that like we're not people that can lie to ourselves to tell us to tell ourselves everything's okay or everything's not okay, right? Like you know, right. and so like l- let me paint a picture for the Wednesday that I had, okay? So well. I, like kind of the some some stuff. I had to completely cut off a family member because they're a moron, right? Anti-vaccine, Trump supporting, blah blah blah. Thankfully, I'm not close with them, but that shit hurts nonetheless, right? And it's not something that's done lightly. That was Monday. Wednesday morning, I had a therapy session, right? And so obviously that kind of stuff is top of mind, what what we're talking about, right? And I actually gave my therapist the, the analogy that you used, Ian, for how tense everything was um, right. about, like, as people will hear, right, the deer, like, that could just 
possibly cross the road. And she thought that that was a fantastic analogy because she's also from the Midwest. And right. right yeah. So yeah. anyway, in, in the many hours that we talk about you, Ian, during my therapy sessions. <laughs> Am I at some point I got to get like a kickback out of this, right? I get like a cut of the hourly rate. No, you and I, we just get a free couple session at some point. Or do I, or am I, owe, or do I owe her? I'm, I'm confused. It's one of the two. Right, right. I do feel like she may owe you at some point. So you might just find like 200 bucks in a PayPal account someday. So, right. yeah. Invoice. So, so I had therapy that Wednesday, that Wednesday morning. And then like, then, and I had been up since 3 a.m. Right. So like mm-hmm. I have some brutal insomnia. Um, this kind of shit just really weighs on me. So, um, you know, we, we were seeing good election results come out of Georgia. You know, it looked like there was a chance to flip the Senate or to equalize it. And so Kamala's vote will be the tiebreaker. That's fantastic. Right. I, I stepped away from computers and everything for a lunch break on Wednesday and, Mm. uh, and then came back after about half an hour and the, fucking world had changed the, yeah. like a line had been crossed that hasn't been crossed since 1812 or something like that yeah right basically where yeah. people invaded the capitol building or were just fucking let in by people right mm-hmm. and so like I, i'm sure you know you like all of my friends all of our productivity just fucking stopped for the day Right. Yeah. It wasn't, wasn't, wasn't the best for productivity right. for sure. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Like I think back to like Columbine or nine 11, like where you're just glued to the news in a way that yeah. like you've never. Yeah, yeah. Right. Right. You know? And so awful things were happening. And the thing about it, the thing that really fucks me up over the whole thing is that we have been screaming that awful things are going to happen and have a chance of happening. And that's why the Trump administration and all of these like mechanisms that caused him to come to power, have power, stuff like that. All of these things that have allowed that to happen. We've known that they could have awful consequences like this. And we were discarded or we were laughed at. And, you know, and like, it just, it hurts on so many levels because we should never have to see something like this. Like we should never have to deal with any of this. No one should ever lose their lives over bullshit like this, but people have. And like, and unfortunately it's probably not the end of it. Like this, this kind of thing just doesn't get a bow tied on it with people getting escorted out of the Capitol building. And they're like, all right, well we had a good time trying, you know, that's it. Right. Right. You know, Yeah. Uh, and I, and I, I, I want to tweak my analogy because I think that, but I think the analogy is good in that it, it captured the feeling that we were all feeling, but now the deer has hit the car. Right. And it turns out that if we really examine the deer crossing sign in like really scraggly handwriting, <laughs> that was, you know, like a pen that was being held by a hook <laughs> by, by a couple of things. Yeah, it, it 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 the the deer crossing side said, "Motherfucker, I'm gonna fuck up your car." Right. You know. Right. Right. And we just didn't see it. Right. Or the people who did see it, 
you know, we had no choice. We got to keep going. Or we were told and, that the sign wasn't even there to begin with. Right. But, you know, the deer hit the car and now we got to limp it home. Right. Right. And we got to go back and clean up all these fucking signs the whole way. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that people who, who I will not forget and will be, I, I have no patience for them. You know, I'm thinking of like Lindsey Graham and, and those sure. sorts of people. Yeah. I'm happy that at least some of them have thrown up their hands and said, mm-hmm. I'm done. Right. Right. I'm appalled that it took the death of like, five people there you go there you for go. that to happen yeah yeah and like is that finally what makes it real yeah well and they were themselves threatened yes yes you know um and you know as tons of people have been pointing out i mean this is the the classic trope of of frankenstein's monster right like you you created the monster and then it eventually turns on you right and no one is surprised right exactly exactly right it's Chekhov's fucking proud boys, man. Like, right. Yeah. It's right. yeah. Right. Like, yeah. Not only does it turn on, on them, but then the monster starts uh, even accusing them of being deep state conspiracy supporters and stuff like that. When anything that lines up with this narrative doesn't, doesn't, uh, uh yeah. Yeah. Anything that, that doesn't line up with this narrative, it's exhausting. It, it's insane to know that like someone's reality in the same city, same state, and for some people even in the same household, that somebody's reality could be so different from one another, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Well, and I'm I'm glad you brought that up too because I I was thinking about that with you know like the the woman who who got shot and died, yeah. an Air um, Force veteran, right? And uh, you know, it's quite likely that she has a friend or a family member who you know lost her yeah at some point in the last five six years right 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 yeah that 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 she got taken in by all of this and and it has has essentially had to mourn mourn her twice right you know and that that is i so i have a hard time because i know some people that are that have gotten kind of swept up in this that are you know, I know I know Trump supporters who are dumb as a box of rocks, and that's why right. they support him. But I know several who are like otherwise very intelligent people and like high functioning professionals and the whole thing. Right. But you know, whatever excuses they tell themselves, they look past all X, Y, and Z. Right. And I find them tragic. You know, I right. find it tragic, and I have I have pity in my heart for them. Right. And that goes double triple for the people who did that on Wednesday um, because there's, you know, they thought that they were doing the right thing. Right. And so my anger is, I I don't think there should, I think there should absolutely be consequences for that. Yes. Just because you're well-intentioned doesn't mean that there's no consequences. That's nonsense. So there should be consequences and I, I have no trouble with that. My, Anger, though, is reserved for, you know, Trump and right. all of his enablers right. and the people who the grifters who glommed on to try to cash yes. out 
all those motherfuckers. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. Like Marco Rubio tweeted out something like about how it was bad. And it's like, do you not fucking understand how much of a part of this you were? Like you're a fucking pillar holding up this shit show. Right. I mean, yeah, the, the, the same impulse that drove him to have that conversation with the president of, of Ukraine. It's the exact same thing that told that, that made him, you know, uh, tell his people to, to march on the Capitol. And that is exactly what everyone has been saying about him, including Marco Rubio and Lindsey Graham from five years ago, but that they ignored during the impeachment hearings because, you know, they were concentrating on the narrow little piece of it when they knew that that's not what that was about. Right. So, yeah, I call complete bullshit on everyone who's suddenly shocked by his behavior. That, um, right. Right. Who's in, who's in a position of power? Because either they're, that means they're too stupid to hold office, which fair enough, that's a fair number of them, uh, or they're fucking liars and and you know opportunists and don't don't deserve to hold office. So. Right. Right. This was going to be me listening to you talk, and then I started babbling. Sorry. No, th- see that that's the thing because um, I truly value your input. Uh, during times like this, I'm thankful that you and I have each other for stuff like this. I'm very thankful for my wife. I'm very thankful for you. I'm very thankful for my buddy, Steven. You know, we have our own little support system that we've, um, built up and I'm very thankful that like this kind of adopted family that I have is, is truly that it's truly family, you know, and, and for whatever that. However, we choose to define that. I'm very thankful that it's there because this is the kind of stuff that gets us through stuff like this. Yeah. You know, and I want to I want to read something that some idiot texted me uh, some good advice that they said yesterday. So Mm. let's see here. Um, Let's see here. You said. Oh, it is an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) You said things are as tenuous as I can remember. Thankfully, we're a long way from needing to be worried about our safety. Stay mad, but try not to be stressed. Right? Yeah. And that's a really good thing to remember because the, the thing that we have been so upset about the entire four years is the lack of consequences to any kind of Right. That is the most upsetting thing. And like you're a parent of two children. If there were no consequences for any of your children's behavior, it would be a shit show. And we've all seen kids like this. Right. Yeah. But to think that like that all of these people that should know better just choose to because they're making a choice. Right. To not inflict those consequences, to not impart them on somebody right because they're just not making the effort they're fucking lazy and they're just not making the effort and it goes it there are things that are convenient for them that put more money in their pockets that you know do things like that like but they're just not making an effort that a good person should make 
right? And that, like the inability to do that, like you said, runs the gamut on the the intelligence scale. Because it, one common thing that like people get caught up in is just assuming the other side is dumb, right? Right. And you should never assume that, right? You should s- assume that they are smarter than you, right? I'm, yeah. you know, and so Ted Cruz is a very smart man. Yeah, he's a despicable human being. Yes. Yeah. But he's very smart. Yes. Yeah. That makes him dangerous and his behavior more awful. Mm-hmm. You know, because he should know better. Louis yeah. Gomert doesn't know better. Yeah, Louis Gomert's a fucking moron, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. I doubt Steve King knew better. <laughs> All the bullshit would come out of his mouth because he's right. just a dummy. Yeah, Jim Jordan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Um. But you know, some of these. <laughs> Some of these people know better, and those yeah. those are the ones that make me angry. Yeah, absolutely, as they should, as they should, right? Yeah, I I don't know, I don't know. So, like, it, one one kind of key thing that my therapist told me on Wednesday morning, like we we had a really good talk. It was a good session, but let me see if I can. Let me see if I can find it because I, I, I rarely write things down during the session because the things that like really hit, you typically don't need to write down, right? You're going to remember that kind of stuff. Right. But, I, but I made a note about this because I wanted to remember the correlation. So basically, she was talking about that rigidity of someone's beliefs, right? Where they just won't take in new data and evolve or adapt their belief to fit that, right? Where they have to seek out this stuff that only fits their existing belief right and kind of build sand against the wall right yeah so we were talking about that and she said that um that what that is a reflection of is a reflection of emotional fragility emotionally fragile people cannot handle evolving or adapting their viewpoints to bring new data in that kind of fra- fragility manifests itself in all kinds of ways, including anger, including violence, all kinds of things like that, right? So the, yeah. what we saw on Wednesday was, was that kind of the fragility, like the results of people not being able to ingest or not being willing to ingest the fact that Joe Biden did legally win an election in the United States on top of a whole bunch of other conspiracy shit that they believe, right? And yeah. because of that inflexibility, right, to, to take in any kind of data or to grow as a person, right, the option that they choose is violence, right? Mm-hmm. And at its core, it is an underlying fragile state that this person is being protected, right? Right. Yeah. So I have a a conversation from my past that I I think about a lot. So I used to work with this guy named Chris Mm -hmm. and we would carpool together every once in a while. So we would meet up at this coffee shop downtown super early in the morning and then carpool in from there. And um, he was, he came from like a really evangelical background, Mm. Um, super smart dude, super, super smart. And, but was, you know, was always kind of like examining that, you know, and okay. he, he still, still was a believer and everything like mm-hmm. that, but it was, right. 
was always sort of playing with that and imagining and, and examining it, which I always thought was, I always thought was really cool. And I don't think he had met, you know, before me, I don't know that he had met a lot of people who would describe themselves as atheists, but had sort of continued to think it through beyond that. Okay. Or could articulate mm -hmm. why or anything like that. Just because I think he wasn't exposed to it. So we would have these great conversations about that, that stuff. And the way I remember he put it that, you know, he observed that he was talking about people in his life that had very rigid views, like mm -hmm. you were just talking about. And how when you so finely construct these rigid structures, if you knock the leg out of any one of the legs out, the whole thing has to collapse. Right, right. You know? And so his goal was to make that more flexible so it could withstand him finding out new information that didn't fit with that worldview. Right. Um, so I always thought, I, I think about that all the time. Um, and it was just like a conversation we had on the way to work one day. That's you know? amazing. That kind of stuff mm -hmm. sticks with you for good reason. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, it, yeah, it, it shows that some, that people can have different views and truly ha make, congruent progress yeah right? and i and i always think about that in the context of you see people who are like who are like super hardcore conservatives right and then uh, an event happens and then yes. they become like crazed <laughs> liberals yeah, yeah like hashtag resistance type people right you know right and there, there's like and then there's like there's no in between or people who who are grow up in a in a cult and then convert to Islam or something like that. You right. Know, where right. They just have these huge swings. Right. Um, where they just have to have that rigid structure. Right. It doesn't, it, it, yeah, it doesn't matter what form it takes. Right. They're they trading one for another. Right. Yeah. I'm always fascinated by those people. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. No, that's a, that's a fantastic. But I think that again, that describes yeah. the, the people who were, going into the building right you now and right. and if there's one theme in my adult life in in our politics is a lack of accountability for the people who actually do that who cause these sorts of problems right, right. i mean <laughs> there's you know my i my i turned i was 19 years old when or 18 years old when george w bush took office right and so it's been kind of a long slog of yeah. lack of accountability. Yeah. Right. And, and having true believers kind of do the thing that, that, uh, that you had told them to do. Right. So right. not great. Not great, yeah. Bob. Yeah. It's fucking sobering, man. Yeah, mm -hmm. it is. It, so anyway, know, here's our, fun car show <laughs> 20 minutes later you know it wednesday afternoon like when all the shit was like really going down and like the news was maybe only about an hour old a uh, buddy of mine and i were were texting and uh i was we both had to be on a meeting in like five minutes you know when we were both present on that meeting it was like all right now we have to join this meeting with like you know higher ups like and just pretend everything's okay for an hour yeah. and like you know, like 
it's it's never been harder to be an empathetic person and remain productive and remain sane and remain free from vices and it's just it's really hard it's really yeah you know i i will say i'm very i'm always very hesitant to talk about like you know how kids change you or whatever because i think most of that talk is bullshit like you're pretty much the same person before and after right the one big change i think for me has been it's been it's actually made it easier for me to deal with this sort of stuff okay because it really drives home the like the sun's coming up you still got to eat you know like right right you still have mouths to feed right right because no matter how late i stay up watching the news i stayed up till 2 30 last night watching the you know watching the the uh what do you call it uh electoral college yeah certifications uh, yeah um you know someone's gonna come to my bedside it's 5 30 in the morning six o'clock in the morning and i'm gonna have to clean their butt (laughs) right Right? like that's going to happen yeah yeah um you know and you get kind of the a nice also sort of uh dopamine hit of of trying to make sure that they don't turn into a ted cruz right <laughs> right because that's sort of my job right 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 it's like the, it's like a it's like the old uh it like a it's a more updated version of the old chris rock bit about keeping your daughter off the pole right 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 yeah 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 right no i would much rather they end up working at chippendales than right than uh being a completely seditious piece of shit like ted cruz right 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 yeah yeah that that has someone accuse his dad of being the fucking zodiac killer and then still cozies up to this dude Remember well that? okay that was somebody else that, wasn't that, that was ted else. cruz well no there was somebody on twitter who just started the rumor that ted cruz himself was the zodiac killer ah, even though okay gotcha. but no uh uh trump insinuated that his father killed jfk that's it that's it thank you and he called his wife ugly yeah yeah i yeah. mean <laughs> oh. right right like, and there's so many of us that are like, if this dude couldn't be honest about his fucking hair, right? How right. could he be honest about anything else in the entire universe? Right? Yeah. What, what, what do you think was like the thing that you look back on in like, say like 2014, 2015, like that, um, that you like, you think back and you're like, Yep, that was the thing where like I saw that and I was like, well, we are absolutely fucked from here on out. I just don't know to what degree. I can well, give you, I, th- I can give you mine if you need a moment. No, I mean, I think um you know, he um I I always thought I I had always I had never watched The Apprentice. Okay. Um, my only exposure to Donald Trump because I was a huge like comedy junkie uh-huh. when i was a little when i was a kid yeah. was letterman and uh snl making fun of him right right that was the only thing i knew about him i just he was a joke right right um and you know 
all of that holds up. Right. Very well. <laughs> right. Right. Um, um, but I don't think it was serious. Um, probably until the first debate. I okay. think it was the first Republican debate. I remember watching and I was at, we were in Michigan. We were with my wife's parents. Okay. And I remember just seeing how he like completely, how the, how completely feckless and like ineffective the, the rest of the field was against him. Right. With him in the room. And I was like, Oh shit. He might, he might actually win the nomination. Right. Right. Yeah. What, what was it for you? It was uh, Kellyanne Conway's alternative facts line. Ah. As soon as I heard that, I was like, this is, this is the, this is going to be the worst thing. It's going right. to be the worst Yeah. Thing. That it's was gonna... like a day two. Yeah. <laughs> it was the day after the inauguration. Yeah. 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 Right. No. Yeah. Yeah. It's the least satisfying. I told you so in history, but yeah, true. Right. Um, all right. <laughs> how you how you doing? Are you how you feeling about handing it off to our past our sweet summer child selves <laughs> from, from 72 hours ago? Exactly. Exactly. I feel a lot better about doing that because Okay, good. I, I, yeah, like I said, I we couldn't just drop this like Hey everybody! Look at New America. Things are tense, huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah What's was... going on? Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I feel I feel a lot better. I feel a lot better talking to you. You know, and I'm, and that's what the show has consistently been over time. Like, I'm so yeah. thankful for you, Ian, and I'm I'm thankful for your friendship. And it's just it's so good to talk to you. You know. Yeah. You too. And you know, it's been that, and also cars go fast. Vroom. Yes. See, there you go. We can have it both, have both ways. Yeah. Right. And poop. And pooping. <laughs> but the next time that we're able to go karting, it's going to be even extra specialer because of all of the stuff that we've gone through where we haven't been able to go karting. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. I honestly, okay. I, I, I feel like we need to start doing neck exercises, ab exercises and like grip exercises now because I'm going to want to cart for like eight straight hours. I know. Me too. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. So we need to get swole, bro. So we can go cut. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. We're just going to drop like two grand at Unser one day. Just be like, just fucking just, yeah. yeah. Just rent, rent the track for a day. Yeah. Next round on us, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So. <sighs> okay, buddy. So there we Let's go. Let's let the people get to their fun car show. Yes. This is going to be like a bonus this is going to be like an episode and a half. Yes. But so. also we need to thank people that have hung with us and we're very mm-hmm. thankful for anybody that, uh, you know, listens to us and, uh, and understands why we can't just drop a dumb car show in, in times like, this. so we yep. really appreciate that because it's not just us saying that like, this doesn't line up with our feelings. It's people understanding why that doesn't line up with our feelings and empathizing with us. So I really appreciate that. We really appreciate that. Yes. Yes, absolutely. So Ian's going to say it at the end of the show. So I'm going to say it now. Okay. Here's our dumb car show. And we love it. Whew.
Yeah. Yeah. Dave, you're yeah. Dave and I'm Ian, and this is the thing where we do the other thing. Um, <laughs> it is January 4th. Yep. Mm-hmm. Happy, Happy New Year. 21. Yep. Yep. 2021. And things are still tense. Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. Things are very much tight, butthole. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So... If you don't follow the news, uh-huh. uh, there is a very big election in Georgia tomorrow, which is two days ago when you're listening to this, but that's fine. And then there's a big, like, you know, transfer of power thing that happens on the 6th. And then who yep. knows what happens between then and the 20th. And why is, why are things still so tense? Right. Right. Well, I have a, I have one idea as to why things are so intense. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, it might have to do with unchecked insanity. (laughs) Very possibly. Yeah. So I thought to start us off today, tonight, we would, because things are still very like, yeah, Yeah. we're still all like, you know, we don't know what's happening with the virus. There's a new variant. Right. That's in Colorado. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy all around. Yes. And so to just distract us and think about something else, I thought we would start off with an FMK cars. And I think this is going to really just get us out of that mindset completely. I so know. this one is <laughs> this one is called Things are still tense. When will they not be tense anymore? I cars with a stressful twist. <laughs> And they're all Canadian for no reason whatsoever. No, you're thinking about Canada a little too much. <laughs> That's the title. I knew you, I know you well enough to know that when, when you that, that it was a false flag that you were <laughs> sending me down that you're going to make everything okay and mm-hmm. give me a Gulf of Barth to look at. Nope. <laughs> no. No. You're looking at Canada too much. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, let's, um, I mean, we're all razor's edge. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's stay there. Go ahead. Hit, hit me, buddy. Like put right, me so into the, the fray. The, 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 uh, inspiration for this was, I was thinking of the feeling that at least I'm, I still have right now where I'm yeah. still like, Eek. yeah, absolutely. And, I, and I thought of the automotive equivalent of that, mm-hmm. of that feel, and it's the twist of the first car. Okay. 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 So the first one is the Campania Motors TR Thunder. Ian. C A M. I know. I'm, I'm ready. C A M P A G N A. Are you sharing your screen for the people? Oh, yeah. I am. I am. Do you see it? Yeah. Yep. Okay. C A M P N A T R Thunder. I know how to spell that. Oh, okay. It's like a weird little slingshot thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. So the twist is that every single journey you take, uh-huh. you see a deer on the side of the road. Oh, okay. okay. You know, you know, like the ones that look mm. like they're thinking about getting into crossing the street. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. 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 And you got that 
that like i'm watching you right right but there's that, that moment of like ah. right they're facing the right direction uh-huh right and they're they're even like a little like uh-huh tensed uh. up mm-hmm. they got their they got their wings out that's what they have right <laughs> They're ready to swim. <laughs> and you're raising, a, you're raising a child that's very interested in nature, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, so deer on the road, that tense feel. That's a, that's a great uh, automotive analogy to just the overall mood of things right now. Yeah. Yes. Can our car yes. also be on fire? <laughs> right. Right. The, like the, there is an, a crazy chance that by the time we notice the deer, which is very insane, right? Just by looking at him, like looking at him, you could tell he's insane, right? Right. Uh, you know, because he he it look he he tries to pretend like he has a full rack, but really it's just like one <laughs> tiny one. He's got his velvet like all like whipped around <laughs> to make it look like he's got more antlers than he does, and he's on the side of the road. And but like by the time we see him, like we're. I'm pretty much already passed right and right. there's like no chance that he's gonna get across to our lane by the time we get but there's a chance he might right right it's it's this entire thing where it's death by a thousand cuts it's death by non-zero possibilities yes that's exactly right right yeah. right Plaus- yeah. yeah plausible does not mean impossible and right. so right yeah yeah okay okay all right. Okay. Okay. All right. So the next one. So it turns out there aren't that many Canadian car <laughs> companies. So I didn't want to give you a bus uh, right. or a, or a train. So the next one is a 1949 Bombardier Bombardier B12. Oh, okay. A R. Yeah. 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 B12, huh? Oh, yes. whoa. Look, Look at, at that this cool little thing. guy. Oh my yep. goodness. I love it. Okay. Yep. It's adorable. Look at the little skis on the front. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. All also, right. what is this website? Unusual locomotion? That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh. That's, I love it in that color too. I didn't, right? I didn't see that one. Yeah. It's adorable. Okay. All right. Okay. So you your passenger will flick you in the ear or punch you in the arm really hard once every trip okay okay one of your passengers will you don't okay. know who it's gonna be you don't know if it's gonna be a punch or a flick okay okay, okay. all right yeah so like back in high school okay yeah right. yeah okay okay all right all right now this one we're gonna have to help each other with because i don't know how to pronounce it <laughs> you certainly don't know how to spell it Okay. So it's really leading the blind on this one. Okay. Inter Mechahana. I N T E R. Yep. Double C. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Griffith. Okay. Go with the Griffith. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It looks kind of like a sonnet or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm, but it has a it has a Chrysler V8 in it. I believe oh. that's what it was. Yeah, I'm a fan. All right. Yeah, yeah. Griffith yeah, Plymouth, and Omega. Uh, Plymouth, Plymouth V8. Okay. Wow. Look at that. Yeah. It's very a, pretty. Oh man, that means this one's going to be bad. What's the catch? The only thing that plays on the radio 
uh-huh. are updates about Donald Trump attempting to cling to power. Oh, Jesus. Okay. You have to listen to that. It's the only thing, there's no turning down the volume or anything like that. Right, right. It's coming no through. Uses. Yeah, it's coming right. through. Okay, I'm killing that car. Really? Even I, though it's so cool. It is so cool, but the the news the fire hose of the news like it's just gonna kill us man my blood pressure is high enough right okay yeah um so then that leaves me the campana motors slingshot thingy Mm -hmm. and the adorable snowmobile that i get Mm -hmm. punched in um okay for a day i'm going to take Oh, this is a tough one. Oh, Ian, this is a really hard one because there's a uh-huh. whole open cockpit stuff, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, but hitting that- a deer in this seems like it would suck. <laughs> <laughs> like, more than normal. Right. No, I mean, that's instant death, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. You just have deer car. You and the deer carcass have been melded into one pink lump, right? Yeah. yeah. Um. Oh, boy. Okay. I mean, I think for a day, I have to do the deer and the Campana motors, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, just go one mile an hour, right? Yeah. Um, and then that, I think that means I'm going to marry this little amazing snowmobile bombardier thing. Um, and, I mean, it's adorable. And I really want to see what happens when I'm driving somewhere with my wife and she's the one that has to punch her flick of me. <laughs> like as hard as you can. Yep. She's like, right. Ian said. <laughs> yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and sure. I mean, so then that also means that with a vehicle like this, this is something that's not really roadworthy, Right. Or it would be like ice road trucker kind of scenario. So I would have to, I just have to move to Canada. I mean, I can't drive that in the state. So, Mm. uh uh-oh, sorry, Ian, that's just one unintended consequence. Right. Yeah. It means you'll have, you'll have free healthcare to attend to all the bruises on your own. (laughs) There you go. And and ear cartilage damage. Uh Yes. 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 Okay. I think okay. you've chosen well. I would do something slightly different. I would also marry the B twelve, the Bombardier B twelve. Okay. It's amazing. Uh-huh. Especially in I think the, like that natural wood finish. Yes. Is what I would do. Uh huh. Um, it looks so great. Yeah. Um, and I think I would. Um, I'm gonna crush the Campania. Uh yeah. Okay motors because i think i i honestly think that that feeling of seeing the deer on the side of the road and the other feeling of listening to someone trying to cling to power is like the same feeling right and so that one just seems like certain death so i'm i'm crushing the campania okay okay and i'm gonna drive to griffith for a day because it's it's badass yeah at least you have that right yeah yeah i agree yeah that's a sound choice. You can drive it up and I'll, we'll meet in, you know, at the American Canadian border and I'll pick you up and smuggle you across. Right. Like in the middle of a field or something. Yeah. Yep. There you go. There you go. Perfect. Right? Perfect. Okay. We got it all okay. planned solid, out. Solid plan. What are we waiting for? Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I appreciate that because 
things are still tense. I was really looking forward to this show tonight. I just need, I needed to talk to you. Just needed, you know, it's been a day, mm-hmm. man, right? Yeah. It's been a day. Yeah. So uh, I'm packing up my house. I'm getting ready to move. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, like all of this is happening. And as I was packing, I found Dusty Rusty's uh, manual uh, packet, right? Oh. So 1997 okay. Saab manual packet. And I, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm in this mode where I'm trying to get rid of so much stuff. I threw everything away except for one thing. Okay. Ian, okay. I present to you Dusty Rusty's window sticker. Oh, wow. 1997 Saab Turbo SE window sticker. How much was it originally? This brings me to an FMK car. Oh, okay. Ian Dusty Rusty. <clears throat> 1997 Saab 900 SE Turbo 5 door. All right. Scarab green with sand beige interior. Uh, SE cost at the time $31,470. Wow. Ian, do you know what the convertible cost at the time what the msrp was 40 grand what yeah ian i I, did you check to see what that is in today's money this is the premise of the fmk cars i see okay so that so thirty one thousand four hundred seventy dollars in 1997 dollars equates to fifty one thousand dollars today a four-cylinder turbo hatchback with i think base was um 190 horsepower something Mm -hmm. like that right Mm -hmm. that's about what i had base um yeah four-door hatchback manual five-speed manual transmission cruise control turbo uh yeah it it was it was 51 grand right from i'm and i'm gonna say from what would not be considered at the time as a prestige right it was a solid step down right it it always played at and it was like where volvo was at the time right it was at this kind of sub tier to bmw mercedes you know all those folks right audi right yeah i guess if you thought kind of think about it as where volvo is now because that's kind of what they were aspiring to right right that sort of makes sense right but even at the time, like you could get a lot of car, yes, for that amount for that amount of money elsewhere, right? Like you, you could, Ian, you could, yeah. So you, I, before we move on to your sure. FK cars, I want to ask one more thing about the window sticker. Did you have any options? What options did it? I I can't tell it. it you know, actually, you know what? I don't think it had any options. It's all the standard of equipment was um things like the stereo with cassette and uh cd changer ready um yeah so i think it was all packaged with the se i think it was all packaged with yeah. the se yeah the power seats were with the se the leather mm-hmm. seat surfaces one touch windows that's right my car in 1997 had one touch down windows ian so did my te- my sho jesus that's awesome how many cars do you get in nowadays that don't have them? I know, right? 
Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. On top of that, the pa- the seat on the, pa- on the passenger side was power as well. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Amazing. Um, it does list as standard equipment that it meets 1997 federal side impact standards. That's great. Thanks. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I, th- I think it was all standard. Yeah. Came huh, with si- okay. 16-inch alloy wheels. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Anyway. Um, anyway, you're yeah. FMK cars. FMK cars. So this one, I don't really have a name for it. But, um, oh, real quick, I do want to show you this website that I found in doing research for this. So remind me after the FMK cars. Okay? Okay. So $31,470 then, $51,000 now. Ian, okay. you get two cars. You get a 1997 car that's roughly the same cost as Dusty Rusty. And okay. then you get a 2020 car that is roughly the same as Dusty Rusty's inflation price. Okay. All okay. right. I like it. All, All right. right. Okay. Ian, how much would you love me if I told you you could just have a 1997 Honda Prelude SE or uh, the SH? Oh, awesome. Okay. This was was this this was the same price as Dusty Rusty or cheaper? It was cheaper. It was twenty five five. That's what I thought. That's what okay. I thought. Okay. 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 All right. Um, yes, I love that car. And then with your your second car with this, mm-hmm. I'm going to give you. We, we kind of blew the budget out a little bit, but you'll see what's up. I'm going to give you a 2020 Volvo S60. T8. This is the plug-in hybrid performance thingy where you can go like 20 miles on it on all yeah, electric. That's like 70 grand or something, right? It starts at 55.4, but oh. you get $5,400 in federal t- tax credits. Okay. 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 Hashtag electric car. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you got the Prelude and the Volvo. All right. Ian's, okay. Ian, it. It's gravy from here, man. Like you can't okay. go wrong. I'm excited about that pairing. Actually, yeah, I I, ha- I haven't given you an FMK cars that is pure bliss for a while, so you deserve uh, it. Okay? okay. All right. Thank you. So up next, the next pair is an Infinity I30. I30. Okay. Okay. Now they did an I30 with uh, the Touring, so it was a four door with a five speed manual. oh and it was 31 five okay okay all right crazy that that was the same price as the sob hatchback (laughs) right right yeah so my grandpa used to have this era infinities Uh uh-huh and he loved them yeah they were great they were great right yeah okay so you've got this i30 touring four-door manual okay now we're going to go a touch under budget with this because I'm going to give you like a solid eight grand just for mods with this. Okay. okay. I'm going to give you a 2020 Dodge Charger with a scat pack. Okay. Okay. So it's, I'm giving you the V8. That clocks yeah. in at 40 something, right? So that's like $40,000, wow. $40, $500, right? Yeah. Okay. And you and that, can even get the wide body. You yeah. can get the, the scat pack wide body, which I think is, I mean, that's like 
the one to get. Yeah, right? Right? Yeah, if you don't want everyone treating you like you, or if you don't want to uh, have a Hellcat, right? Mm -hmm. The Scat Pack wide body, right? That's the way to go. Hell yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Oh, man, that's that's already a tough choice. Okay. Okay. All right. Lastly, Ian, as soon as I type this car out, you're going to go, oh, yeah, I remember that. Buick. (laughs) Riviera. Uh Uh-huh. 1997 the two-door coupe yeah okay yeah all right that was thirty thousand one hundred dollars base price so here's here's the thing with this car too is that i hated that car did you really i hated it why well because i was so cool i know but i like lived in michigan and they were everywhere true true and i was grumpy about living there but now I saw one actually when we were in Michigan earlier this year and they've aged really well. Haven't they? A little spaceshipy looking. Yeah. They right? look pretty good in modern traffic. Yeah. Um, I mean, I still don't like the front end, but the proportions of the rear is actually pretty cool. Right. Uh, yeah. Um, okay. Interesting. Interesting choice. And now- I think you could get the V8 in that, right? Uh, you could either get that or the supercharged six. Yeah. Okay. I can't, I can't remember. I'm sure Donnie, the GM whisperer will correct us, but yeah. Yeah. You're Googling it I'm, right I'm now. Looking, I'm looking it up while you're typing the next one. Do you, supercharged. Yeah. Do you know what car you get for less than $51,000 Ian? You know, the, the first thing that, okay, that was not what I, Oh, the Supra, but you get a 20. The, 20 the v6 one Uh, or the inline six i can't remember the base price of the supra is i think it's because you can get the four cylinder right yeah oh wow okay all models come with the bmw turbo three liter inline six yeah oh i guess it's maybe 2021 they're they're starting that yep interesting okay interesting what's your buick research netted for us you can get the v6 or the supercharged v6 okay in 1997 mm-hmm. okay all right mm-hmm. okay okay so you have you have a honda prelude s8 with a volvo mm-hmm. you have the infinity i30 with a dodge charger scat pack yeah. you've got the buick riviera and the Supra with a V6 turbo. Yeah. Not a V6. In line. So, six. okay. So here's, I, I'm going to cross out the Buick and the Supra. Okay. Okay. Those are just the two cars that I'm least interested in. Okay. In general. I saw my first Supra in traffic as well. Oh yeah. Yeah. Going the other way. I didn't get a, didn't get a chance to get a picture. Yeah. It, I thought it was they, an Aston, Aston Martin for a second. Yeah. They look pretty good on the road. I still yeah. think it's too like fiddly looking, but yeah. Um, anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm crushing though that pair, even okay. as, as cool as the super is and as interesting as the Riviera looks in modern traffic, okay. because the other two pairs are just too good. Like, so I think obviously I want to approach this as like daily and track car. Right. Um, and I think 
or just daily and better daily. <laughs> well, I think the I'm I'm intrigued by the Prelude and the Volvo. Okay, as like a fun car, you know, like normal car sort of dichotomy. I think that's a really good pair. The Infinity is an interesting one because that would be my daily right right yeah. well the scat pack would be your track car right so um, yeah so smelling you know 25 year old leather right so i think i'll do that for a day okay and you know arrange to have the scat pack at the track and i'll drive the infinity there right. wafting about in you know 30 year old luxury right right That'd be fun. Um, that would be legitimately fun. Yes, it would be. Right? I would do my own like one lap of the Midwest or something like that, going track to track, and just my, the scat pack will show up, and I'll. I'll there you go. I like that. I like that. And so then I will marry the Prelude and the Volvo. I think you've made a good choice. I do. I do. You do this. You, think you would do the same thing. I I think I would because the Prelude is so- something that I've always been so intrigued by. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, and the Volvo just looks incredible. I know it's not a performance car. It's not meant yeah. to be, but yeah, I mean, it, it looks really interesting. Yeah. 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 I think as probably as a track car, this is the prelude is probably less fun. Right. Than the scat pack, but it would be a ton of fun on like mountain roads and that sort of stuff. Right. Right. I think um, that the window in which you could enjoy the car to a greater potential is wider. Right. Because mm-hmm autocrossing a scat pack wouldn't really be that fun right but right. i mean you could do track you could do autocross and and you'd feel better about thrashing it on a mountain drive you know mm-hmm. yeah right? yeah exactly yeah i've always just had a soft spot for that sure pre-release. yeah yeah those big headlights just love it mm-hmm. yeah yeah and congratulations to our buddy jesse for getting her first gen prelude i know yeah that's fantastic yeah so, so there you go, Ian. I, I wanted to, I was unpacking and I have Dusty Rusty's original window sticker. I don't know what to do with it. What do you think we should do with this? Should we send it to somebody? Um, should we frame it? What's that? Oh yeah, frame it. Put it in your new garage. There you go. That's a great idea. Yeah. I was thinking we would cut it up and add pieces of your clear coat to it and send it to our listeners. Would anyone <laughs> want that? <laughs> What? This is not a live call-in show? <laughs> Caller number seven, go ahead. Um, okay. Yeah. So it's, I, I, I'm bringing good things to the show tonight, Ian. I'm, I'm bringing fond memories. I'm bringing good, a good FMK cars. And I'm going to close that kind of section out with, um, with a, a Maya. So here's something I saw okay. when I was driving around. It made me super happy. You're going to like it too. And here you go. All right. Ian, tell the people what you see. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's a BMW 6 Series uh, 635. Yeah, I think it's a 635 CS. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's awesome. I think. Yeah. There there wasn't a 633, was there? 635. Yeah. Sure. I think it's 635. Yeah. Uh, I love these cars so much. In profile, especially with these like hokey you know early 80s bumpers removed yeah they look 
so boss. Right. Looks so good. And I mean, yeah. look at the wheels this dude has on that on there. I mean, these are some chonky wheels, right? Yeah. This yeah. thing is I even love the like weird center exhaust thing. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. He had quite the exhaust on it. Yeah. Yeah. I drove yeah. next to him in traffic for a little bit and it made me very happy. I, I had like a traffic buddy. I didn't have a chance nice. to give him a thumbs up because we were on the twisty part of I-70 and traffic was a little nuts. But uh, yeah, yeah. But I, I did put my window down just to hear the car a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God, I love those cars so See, much. See, it made me happy, it, right? Yeah. Yeah. And those, I mean, these CSs are worth quite a bit now. Yeah. You know, and that's really clean looking. It was. It was crazy clean. And like, look at how the little window goes down and the little mm-hmm. like... The little oh shit handles and stuff. I love it so much. Yeah. Well, and I also love that they, you know, you know, there is quite a bit of chrome trim on this car, but they left that B pillar. Yes. Blacked out. So that way it looks completely when the windows are all down, it looks from a distance like completely frameless. And the the profile um, you know, from the side just looks so good. Yeah. Yeah, what year do you think this is? Uh, 85, 86, somewhere okay. in there, maybe? It was like an 87, let's see. Yeah, maybe it's a little bit older than that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like right along the, these lines here, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, it looked yeah. really good. Yeah, yeah, I bet if you could find a... a there you go, there's yeah. a profile one for you, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, it looks so good. Right. And the proportions of that greenhouse, like you see them in person, it it's striking, especially if you have like a, a modern car parked next to it. Like it's yeah. striking how much glass there is, mm-hmm. you know? It's it makes it it makes me think of like old sobs, like so airy and right? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. just ha- like a big cabin, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Right? It's fantastic. One of the coolest cars. Period. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So thank you, random traffic hero, mm-hmm. for making my day. You know? It's also one of I'm gonna say like two cars that I like in that champagne color. Okay. Okay. I'm see, I'm a fan of the champagne. I okay. I, I like that. I am a big fan of a uh Nissan two forty uh SX in the gold. Uh huh. Um, especially with the black lip on the front. Okay. That is perfect to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, th- because it's almost a touch green. The okay. Nissan, the Nissan Champagne. Mm. Also, See, I think the other, the other acceptable uh, gold or champagne car would be uh, like an old Jaguar uh, yes. XJS. Yep. Yep. Right. Uh huh. Yep. XJS. Uh, V12 gold. V12 gold. Oh yeah. Right. Yes. Right. Yeah. That's that's the there other, especially go. with the buttresses, the one. And, yeah. 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 Right there. Oh, there you go, buddy. That. Right. Yeah. So good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want one of those with an LS in it, like more than I want all of my feet. <laughs> right. Uh, mm-hmm. people do small block Chevy swaps on them all the time. I know. Yeah, I know. You know, yeah, so good, right? Yeah, yeah. 
I I told you I saw one at a junkyard once, and the <laughs> under the hood just looked like fucking spaghetti, man. It was the biggest nightmare. Yeah. Oh, like a stock, like a V twelve. Uh huh. Yeah. All the vacuum hoses. Oh, it's insane. It's, it's so crazy. bad. Yeah. 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 I guess I should have typed under bonnet. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. yeah l- look at this, Ian. Yeah. My car doesn't run right. Where do I start? <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. It was bad. What a nightmare. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Anyway. So there, there we go, Ian. Happy things. This is a happy show. Happy things. What, I love it. What else do you want to talk about this evening? I have a garage update. Okay. All right. Very tiny. Tiny garage, garage update? Okay. All right, let me stop sharing the browser to give you the most screen space for your tiny garage update. So you, um, you know, you mentioned you were getting rid of a bunch of stuff because you're moving. Yes. yes. Um, and so apparently, you know, one of the strategies that you've employed is just dumping stuff at my house. <laughs> well, yours and and uh, several others because uh, I dumped a bunch of magazines and books and some audio equipment off at my buddy Steven's house. So, you know, yeah, <laughs> I'm like Johnny nerd seed, just like dropping tech and automotive stuff all over the the planes i love it um so the thing that you dropped off you did drop off some car magazines which i've started leafing through yes but also you dropped off um for ostensibly for my children (laughs) this micro machines kit from your youth yep yep uh, which is like uh i'm guessing like the um uh, like the Hoover administration. <laughs> Whatever. You're in your late thirties. I'm in my early to mid to late thirties. Um, and it was filled with micro machines, which I wanted to show some of them on the show, but then I opened this up and I realized that because you gave these to a two year old and a six year old, <laughs> they immediately just m- like formed a plastic mist, which right. is just covered the house. And so they're just everywhere. Um, yeah. He, he, you, as I, soon as I, I showed you that red uh, case, could you smell the vinyl? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. Go on, go on. Well, it's just funny you said that because it was sitting on the coffee table later that night and my wife was like laying on the couch and she was like, what is that smell? <laughs> Yeah, and she thought like something was like rotting in the house, and then she realized it was this. Yeah, it's called um, late late eighties cancer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. I did think it was really cool though that we had several of the same micro machines. So here's the um, thing, Ian. We were destined to do an automotive podcast together. We were both exquisite children of fine taste. I know, I know, right? So I didn't have this. You had the service bay. Yes. The, the which is really cool i had i well, had a different well, open up one. the service bay and show the folks well it's all taken apart because you oh, get a okay. two-year-old six-year-old because you can like oh okay you gotcha. take the ramp out and then you put it in there that way and then it, everything fits in there better gotcha um, okay but i had so i had uh the big thing that i had was the aircraft carrier Oh yeah, uh-huh. Which had a uh, rubber band powered catapults and the whole thing. No way. Yeah, it was rad. 
Um, you could put an eye out with a micro machine. Those things were steel. <laughs> I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I used to launch him across the room. It was awesome. <laughs> um, but I definitely had this guy. Okay. This for sure. And yeah. I showed my oldest the video of like one of the original commercials because I was trying to tell him like yeah. what part childhood seeing that commercial was yeah the fast talking guy yeah and this boat was in it okay okay so i'm guessing this was like an original run type thing that was like in all the packs that came nice um i was also super excited to see you had a concord yes i had a concord yep yeah awesome i had an sr71 blackbird as well that has something <laughs> Favorite plane ever. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, right? Yeah. I'm um, sorry. Yeah. Have, have any of those other planes outrun missiles lately? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and then you also had, I had the Cobra. Uh-huh. The AT Cobra. I had that one as well. And you also had that really cool Mercedes SL. Oh, yeah. Mm, the chonky little SL. So, yeah, one of our buddies, I think it was maybe Jared uh found one that uh and he sent us a picture of we talked about it on the show a little bit and you had a great point when you said that the proportions of the micro machines are just so chonky yeah right they are so chonky that they're like little baby dogs right yeah like they're like or like jdm like uh k vans yes yes you know where like they're big but small yes at the same time yes yeah, I'm going to pull up Micro Machines Mercedes SL. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It was like, let's see here. I had, oh, oh, geez, there was a Gullwing. Here's the one I had. It was the 450. I yeah. Think. Yours is in gold, though. Oh, no. Oh, so it was this one down here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's that, it's that one right there. Yeah, how those proportions are perfect. I would love to drive a real car that had those proportions. It like the Bandit Miata has those proportions, you know? Yes, exactly. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Those yeah. are so cool. Yeah. Yeah, they're the best. Oh, I love uh, them. I'm so happy that you brought those. Good. Good, man. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's um, more kicking around at my uh at my mom's, I think. Yeah, I I'm sure my parents have a bunch too. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I don't know where they are. Can I interest um, you in G.I. Joe's, Transformers, or Legos? Legos, yes. Okay. Yeah. That's probably about the only one. Yeah, because I have a lot of all of them. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the other thing that uh, – the other s- tiny garage update that I have uh-huh. is also something that I did with uh, – uh, Nico, our six-year-old, um, we have started building his very first Pinewood Derby car. No way. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. So uh, we went to, it was really cool. Like the, his uh, pack leader or whatever, den leader or whatever the hell uh, had like a bunch of um, power tools, like band saws and stuff like that set up outside his house. So yeah. Oh, no way. So we could all come and, you know, everyone was wearing masks or whatever, but he had the big table set up and so we could all work on the car. Cause I don't have a bandsaw. Right. Right. Idle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
So we did like the big cutouts. He really wants it to look like a Formula One car. I was going to say, I figured he'd be going hard for Lewis the Hamilton's livery. Yes, he really wants it to be uh, a Mercedes, a black Mercedes. So we've okay. started kind of shaping it, as you can tell. Yeah, yeah. Look at that. Yeah, we've got like the big parts done. I still have a lot of dremeling to do. You mean Nico kind of- has a lot of dremeling to do? He's gonna. He's going to help. He did help with. Um, he had like a big belt sander. Oh, uh-huh. so Nico did some of that. Um, I have a picture of him using a drill press, not on this, just on a random piece of wood. Nice. That's awesome. Um, and then he's gonna be in charge of sanding for yes. sure. Yep. I'm not gonna let him use the Dremel though, because yeah. it's like yeah, because yeah. I'm, I'm gonna be cutting this so it's like a floor. Yep. So I gotta like cut a big chunk out. Yep. Yep. Um, but yeah, he's going to help put put the weights in and put the wheels on and he's going to be in charge of paint and all that. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Yeah, Pinewood Derby. Yeah, I never won uh one of those. Yeah. I I know I will be fact-checked. Uh but I did I don't think I ever won either. Okay. I do remember one year I broke the car before the race. <laughs> How did you do that? It snapped. We we made it too thin. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we just started over. I remember that one time. I ha- um I had to make a boat for a, what was called a rain gutter regatta. And, oh yeah, we did that too. You had to blow. Yep. And I won. I won that one. My dad made one hell of a freaking quick boat. I, nice. For some reason, like he was just like, oh yeah, here's how you got to make it. And I destroyed I the other youths. I, I have a picture of me like like little Dave like victorious at the end of the rain gutter. Yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah. That would be the least COVID safe. Like, <laughs> right? A bunch of kids going. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. It's really funny. I forgot about doing that. Yeah. Yeah. I my yeah. most most of my memory with Pinewood Derby is my dad and most of the other dads in uh-huh. my particular den um getting way too competitive <laughs> right with each other uh-huh yeah um i remember a couple of dads in particular and and my dad kind of ratcheting it up okay okay um as far as like the stuff that they were doing like you know turning wheels and you know all that sort of stuff gotcha pretty bad i like that uh, i like that yeah it's it's a lot of fun and i'm like psyched to kind of you know to work on it with them and see him get excited about it so absolutely that's really cool man yeah yeah nice so that's my tiny garage updates that's it that's adorable those are fantastic adorable garage updates yeah yeah um let's see we've got uh our buddy johnny uh sent us sent us in our twitter dms a car stands a conundrum question okay okay. so johnny races circle track right short Mm -hmm. track racing and he wanted to know if this is a car stanza ian this is a real image okay (laughs) it is a camaro kind of body kit front end 
sitting in front of a a Chevy Cavalier. Right. So in the race car world, and I have I have another picture here. So in in the race car world, this is not uncommon to do to kind of swap a different kind of body kit on your car to make it look like a different car. Right. So this car right here that I'm showing you, this race car is actually a Chevy Cavalier. Right. But it has but it looks like a Camaro. It has a Camaro front end on it. Right. You're right. But the proportions are very front wheel drive. Exactly. Right. Of course. Right. Yeah. But is this a car stanza? Like, how does this qualify? What's your take? What do you think, Ian? I think because race car excuses a lot. That was my take as well. You kind of get a car stanza pass, especially because like arrow is now a factor, right? Right, right, right. And potentially sponsorship and that sort of stuff. So right, right. I'm, I'm not, I'm definitely not upset by it. Right, right. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not clutching my pearls. Yeah. No. Yeah. But also it, like, I would just, I I think it would be just, it's kind of distracting to be honest. Like I totally get why people do this. Right. um, Especially when sponsorship stuff is involved. But like, I would just spend the whole time kind of looking at it like, you know, like a dog watching someone use a telephone or something like that. <laughs> what the fuck is happening? Like a little uncanny valley. Like it's close yeah. to a car, but there's something off about it that kind of makes you not able to stop fixating on it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Right? And I mean, the original one that you showed that yeah. Johnny sent us. I mean, so that was, that's not actually attached to that car, right? It's no, just sitting no. in front of it. Right? Yeah. Because yeah. where does cooling happen? Exactly. No, no, no. Yeah. It's just sitting in front of this car. Yeah. Although, is it? Because there's no headlights in that car. I think it's, it's just propped up against the. Oh, um, the hood is open. The hood is open. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, I would. I, it would be hilarious if you could drive around on the street with that. Right. It would be amazing if you could modify <laughs> that to make it work. You should do that. Right. Like just a body that's like six inches too wide for your car <laughs> on either side. That'd be hilarious. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Now the window, the windshield sticker. Yeah. I'm into it. I'm less into that. But <laughs> yeah, sure. Right. Go for it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you do you. Yeah. I mean, once you see booty and pizza, though, it's like. Right. Yeah. How do you go? No, nothing can ever measure up. Yeah. How do you go up from there? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Only down. Right. I love it. I love it. So, yeah. So, thank you, Johnny, for sending that. It, yes. Absolutely. I think that this just gets a car stands a pass. Like, it just is what it is. And it's cool. Right. It does. Yeah. yeah. It's it's the. the the car stands are race car exception. There you go. Yep. Yep. I like yeah. that. I like that. The loophole we're all familiar with. Right. 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 Yeah. 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 So Ian, what else is, what else is happening? Did we do a show? I think we done did a car show by the time. Think, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to, well, I think we were about to say the same thing that the, the only other thing that we have to, to say is if you have not, already seen the uh, Toyota Hiace video that we put out uh, on Tuesday of this week on the 5th of January. 
please go check that out and share it around because we are uh, unreasonably proud of how it turned out. Um, and it was a ton of fun to, yeah. to write and to shoot and maybe for Dave to edit. <laughs> I did have a great time editing it. Yeah, I did. Okay. I did. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it was, it was, I'm, I think it's one of the better things we've ever done and yeah. it's short and sweet. And, yep. um, I think it, it, it ended up perfect. So I'm very excited to share it with all of you. Yeah, absolutely. As am I, as am I. Yes. Thank you for arranging, for coordinating, for all the work that you did for it. I really appreciate it. Thank you. All part of my role as producer. <laughs> absolutely. Which means I don't do any actual work. <laughs> That's what that means. Uh-huh. Uh-huh um okay yeah so that watch that share that um yeah you know we have we have some stuff lined up for the for a show after this we're excited to talk about we're looking forward to uh to talking to everybody please stay safe stay yes. home wash your goddamn hands you filthy animals yes. right <laughs> don't go participating in rain gutter regattas and blowing on children <laughs> <laughs> right? I don't understand how it happened. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. 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 We love you, everybody. Goodbye.